Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back, 5 o'clock hour. We still ain't talking to T. Farley. This is Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite, Austin Orman. This is old school, brought to you by the Mercado. Certified Piedmontese, special ingredients, a butcher shop located at 84th and Havelock. You know one thing I didn't know, Kenny? I think it's like 11 to 2. Was it every Thursday they have lunch down there? I, you know, I, I'm going to go down there for lunch. Every Thursday? It's every Thursday, I think. I, saw, I heard a little of my little mini-me, Rico. Rico ain't been around either. Them Knicks and got Rico on. <laughs> he, he's on a It's red alert, Rico. I saw him earlier when he was leaving. Hey. He was Debbie Downer, down like four flat tires. He didn't sound like it on the air today. He sounded up, he, happy, and he just faking it. He faking it. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you when you got Julius Randall talking about maybe they just wanted more than us, that's your supposed to be your alpha. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He spoken into existence. Rico's hurting right now. Oh, Rico. Rico, if you were listening, man, I'll give you a hug, my brother. Me too, Rico. I but got yeah, you. yeah, Rico said that. I think every Thursday there's lunch. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down there. I think it's every day there's lunch, but I think they have a special on Thursdays. So, anyways, Kenny, we I want before we uh, or at the at the end of the last segment, we talked about uh, the possibilities of Nebraska looking into the portal, what they should look for. Uh, it's a unique time in college football that uh, guys will, you know, as much as you think, okay, this the first kind of round of, you know, cuts are over, you know. Um, <laughs> Then is it well? I mean, mean, I guess if you want to cuts or transition, whatever you want to call it, um, it's never over until that first ball is kicked off uh, August thirtieth or thirty first at Minnesota. And here's here's what I equate it to. Um, This is what people don't know. You know, once you well, when we have four preseason games, you know they got to get down. You know, the first cut, you generally Mm -hmm. know you're going to make the first cut if you don't. Then you get to the second cut. Then the last one is the third cut. Well, what happens is that you play that game sometimes on a Friday night or Saturday, you make the first initial 53, right? And then you have Sunday practice, maybe even a Monday practice, but you're but you're actually not on the team, and it depends if you're vested or not, until the Wednesday of game week. So I've seen guys be excited making the team on Sunday and Monday, which the NFL makes sure they practice you. And then next thing you know, on, on Monday night and Tuesday – they bringing in three or four guys for maybe two spots at the bottom of the roster. That's what I, I look at it like right now. Okay, you kind of, you know, you could be sitting in your suite in your dorm texting like, yeah, I made through the first, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm on the 85, right? I don't even think they're at 85, but all right, I'm on 85. It looks pretty good. You get a coaching change. You get a position coach leave or just a change of heart after spring got over. They hadn't, They didn't like some of the conversations that they've had. With these coaches, there'll be, you know, a couple guys jumping in that portal. And then, you know, I, what I alluded to or kind of analogy was that in Nebraska, when they go fishing, are they going to get catfish or are they going to get ahi tuna? <laughs> ahi tuna would be a guy that's going to be something that can pay off right away. Right away. Catfish is something that you'd either have to, you know, spice up, you know, take the bones out, 
You know what I'm saying? Fry it up a little bit. You got you to have a little bit more TLC with the catfish. <laughs> so what do you think that Nebraska, possibility of Nebraska, what they uh, could do here? Because, it, it, look, it's May, right? I think the portal opens up again in June, right? And, and if you graduate, it's open. It's open right now. So a lot of schools are finishing up. Right. Kids can graduate. And... Nick is in the portal. <laughs> he just graduated. We can pick him well, up. Well, he ain't graduated yet. He's walking. Yeah. That's yeah, not we, until next week. Yeah, once he graduates, we need a fullback. He <laughs> could be a nice little foot, a little eight. Nick? Back. Yeah. No. I saw Nick out there with some high top Under Armour cleats and some and some Newman gloves. Stop playing. Running two delay flats. Stop playing. I'm serious. At Pius? No, no. They had flag football for the, on the campus. I went and watched. It. No, you didn't. He caught it. He says you, he had some what? High, you know what I'm um, um Cam Newton. Cam Newton. The, no, he didn't. The, but they weren't just high tops. The ones it that went came all the way to up. Your calf. The calf. Yeah, he had them on. He bought them right down there. Played against sports. <laughs> Give it up to play it. In, played against sports. He uh, bought them from there. Order of ninety three seventeen. He went down there. He got the, got him for played against sports. Used right. Mm-hmm. And then he went and got him some gloves. He did catch a two delay flat, and uh, got a first down. Nick. Yeah. So he could be a H back fullback. <laughs> Eligibility is up. But he's graduated. He got one more year. He got a COVID year. True. Yeah. You can go to grad school. Yep. You know he get good grades. Yep. But he'll keep uh, the team GPA. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that, that, hey, quiet is kept. They do make decisions based on to keep the G- yeah, GPA yeah, up. Yes, but they uh, yes, they I wanted to ask you, Kenny. You know what? What Nebraska? What you? I guess assume that their mindset could be considering that. Listen. Okay, graduate, guys that graduate, graduate transfers, or when the portal opens back up, let's just say middle to end of June. At some point in time, that's got to stop in August 31st. It's right around the corner. As far as it looks, it's get, every day is getting closer and closer. So as you as you kind of go you know, on with your business, you have to really batten down the hatches and really get into um, – you know, preparing for fine you know, tuning what you have on your campus, right? Because ultimately, <clears throat> your wins are going to come from the guys that are on the roster right Better now. The guys are in your locker room right now. So, to answer your question, you don't ever want to turn down a great player, right? You don't ever want to say, "Oh, we don't have room for him," because if it's a great player at any position, you you want to take a chance. If it's a mediocre player, uh, and he's not better than what you have on your roster. You don't want to bring in, like you said, a catfish. Right. We got plenty of them already. So we got carp and catfish. <laughs> so a great player, yes. If you have room for a great player, or if you save one in your pocket for a great player, you, you take it at any position. What do they do? I think they need. You know, I don't know as far as what the staff think they need, but just looking at it from the outside, looking in, I still think you need a downfield threat at receiver, um, a dominant inside player on the D line, mm-hmm. and maybe another offensive lineman. That's yeah. me. Yeah, the, 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 I I think if I'm gonna roll the dice. And and I and I'm not I, and I'm not looking for a boomer bus, right? I'm not looking for a, a kid that has you know you know he look you know in high school his junior year he was great, but you know ever since then he ain't been in shape and ain't been you know available, you know a boomer bus type of recruit. But if I'm gonna I guess roll the dice 
if I'm going to roll the dice and, and accumulate, I guess, assets or players, it's going to be across the line for me mm-hmm. with this team. I feel like they can manufacture enough offense with the skill position or should be able to running backs, tight ends and all that, you know, and then obviously with the RPO thing with, with Sims defensively, I feel like once healthy, the defensive back room led by the, well, yes. the four guys and they would say Omar Brown, Gifford, you know, Buddha gets healthy. You know, I mean, I feel pretty good there. Right. Now I'd probably say if we could find a, which is, weird that you can't be there's not a lot of really legitimate linebackers in the portal as much as linebackers are viewed in the nfl as a dime a dozen there's not a lot of legitimate linebacker or or they don't last long in there mm-hmm. but across the line it, both sides i would agree it, i would accumulate so if i have say my just thought process i'm gonna get one offensive lineman at whatever position and one defense alignment that's what i said uh, right but if there's two out there, say I got my two locked in, one each, and there's one like Austin's, like I say Austin's out there, say yeah, maybe he was at you know, what's a Division two school? Say he was at Northwest know, Missouri State, Central North, Missouri State, yeah, something like that. Ah, uh, yeah, you know they say you know on film, you know they got him listed at two eighty five. That's yeah, three of me, right? But I'm well, just saying two eighty five, <laughs> you know. But you know, he probably is only two seventy. But, man, he's a heck of a player. You know, I'm bringing him in, right? And, you know, he got some years of eligibility because I need football players across both lines. And flip it to the offensive line, right? Say there's a 6'2", barely 6'2", 295-pound uh, guard from, let's just go, let's say like Bemidji State up in Minnesota or – Minnesota Duluth or Moorhead State. I'm just talking about Division Two across Minnesota or whatever, right? But he can pull. He hasn't missed a game. You know, academically, he's going to be good just because we wouldn't even have him on our sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he plays with a little edge. I'm going to bring him in, too. I'd bring those two guys in, say four linemen, two each, before I'd say, okay, you know what? I need another. I need a receiver that – had one good game at JUCO, and but you know what? Alabama recruited him three years ago. No, you can't do that. That's, you know what I'm that's saying? That's a gamble. Right. Because <clears throat> the reason why I'm going to do that is I feel like you can get more juice out of the – squeeze more juice out of those guys if you've seen <coughs> them be productive football players. Yes. Versus DBs – uh, I wouldn't say DBs, but DBs, receivers, and those guys, especially when we already have the depth of – you know, at that position, it's kind of boomer bust. You know, and so I think that if they're going to do it, they I would probably be line heavy. You know, lines heavy, and and you know, because you can never have enough linemen. Just can like they say, you, you can never have enough receivers and all that at the next mm-hmm. level of DBs at the next level. I feel like where what Nebraska's at right now, you can never have enough linemen. I agree, and um, and good linemen, and I would keep a a, a keen eye on teams that. Over say just I would say hey let's look at the last five years of Big Ten football, let's look at who's been really consistent stopping the run, who's been really consistent running the ball, and then I would look at well which say like you got four teams, see who's coming out of the portal there, because even though it's not working out there, right? And I know because Minnesota's starting defense tackle went in the portal, and I think he ended up. Forget where he went. He did finally commit, and he was a good player. 
even though it doesn't work out those said colleges, he's has the foundation ideally of physicality. Now yeah. look, we've done that before with other guys coming from the the you know, the empire down there. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna be doing it sight unseen. No. Right? So as I'm saying this, I know what other I know the text line's already saying it right now. Look, we got this, this but what I'm doing here is I'm saying I'm not doing it sight unseen. Mm-mm. And also I'm not saying just because Kenny went to Georgia or Alabama that I'm going to take him, I'm going to say, okay, well, we, we know he knows what hard work is. He knows what accountability. He's seen it and had to deal with it. Now let's flip on the tape. Those two match up in some form or fashion. Then I'm going to put my coach's hat on or like my coaching pride is like, you know what? I can get more out of him. I'm going to talk to him. Tell me what what's going on. Why you're in the portal. Why are you here at Nebraska? Right. And, and, when if you're asking him why you're here at Nebraska, it, it can kind of tell if you listen to what they say, right, and not hear it. They can tell you a lot of things without them even knowing it. You Don't know? negotiate nil. What do you mean? <sighs> yeah, I'm talking about playing. I'm, I'm I'm giving you a nugget, right? Oh, like if they talk about nil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then yeah, that conversation is over. Cause bro, you wouldn't you wouldn't be talking to me about nil if you was because if you was playing you'd be getting it somewhere else. But you know, I, I mean, for me though, I'm just talking about if I was a coach or if I was a recruiter or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I know that too. So in that conversation, like you said, yeah. if the film matches, somewhat. Yeah, I mean, you got to have a glimpse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then the conversation turns to. Not with me. The, you better call to somebody else. There you go. You better call Tyrone. <laughs> Erica Badu. Yeah, you better call Tyrone because I ain't doing it. Because here's what – because I, I feel like all that's I, – well, I assume as a <clears throat> recruiter or whatever it is, I can't talk about that. So that's it. But I want to make sure – I'm trying to make the most efficient and prudent decisions that way. I think I think you can really mess up decisions if those wires get crossed. Mm-hmm. That's just me because – Sometimes you can negotiate with your heart because you really want, I really want Kenny. And if Kenny knows that, Kenny going to hit me over the head, right? Or if you're negotiating and not know, if I don't know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. and I'm making deals that aren't deals. And so. Are you making deals with bad? Right. right. Yeah. Whatever it is, I think, you know, the NIL piece is what we're going to get into the next, right? Because I really feel there's a way for Nebraska to combat NIL and really actually be more efficient with it. And it's very simple. It I, I want to hear that. It is. It's very simple. And and the reason is because other schools do it. They they don't promote it. I know other schools do it. So if somebody else is doing it good, I'm a big believer. Okay, if they're doing it, then let's do the same thing and just put our in on it and act like we discovered it, right? Mm-hmm. But I think as far as like sitting down with players, which I think this staff has done a good job of. And I only can go off of what I saw at the spring game and what I saw some players before they got here. So, for instance, M, uh, Sherman, MJ Sherman, right? Left Georgia on phenomenal terms, right? Behind first for second, first round, you know, just behind a plethora mm-hmm. of athletes. 
But the thing I liked about what they did was they recruit recruited a specific player for kind of a specific position and leadership, which he showed being on special teams and welcoming that role as a former four four star or five star and well respected in that locker room, even though he wasn't starting. But then also, when you turned on YouTube, right or you know YouTube or his mm-hmm. highlight tape. You actually saw him playing football. You actually saw him in game-like situations making plays. So if I'm looking at looking at him as a, I guess a linebacker, coach, whatever you know, whatever coach is looking at him, and I'm talking to him, why are you in the portal? He's like, man, I just need an opportunity to where I can actually flourish. It's not that I didn't like Georgia. It's just like they got a first-round pick next year and a third round behind them. I'm just not. I'm good, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna get. I'm not getting an opportunity. I need an opportunity. Okay, cool. And you know, then you start talking football with them, and then we start talking about the tape. And if you're t- watching tape with them, you can be like, okay, I can see this. He actually plays football. I can actually see him getting in the game. You know, when they have a 14 to 17 point lead, and maybe they're quote unquote clearing the benches. But I'm seeing effort. I'm seeing physicality, yep. and I'm seeing effort on special teams. You know, to start the game, mm-hmm. it, you know, when he's a you know big big man with four or five running down there, first guy down there, one of the first guys down there. Now everything that he's told me in our meeting is matched up to his resume, which go. is the best resume you can have. Is a take. Is a take. Right. It's almost like uh, Austin. Did you ever watch uh, Wheel of Fortune with Vanna White? <laughs> you ever seen that? No. Yes, I've seen Wheel okay, of Fortune I, with Vanna White. Wanna... I'm young. I'm not. I'm okay, not so young. you know, like when yeah. they, when, you know, like when they, they got that big green thing or whatever, and she goes, "Voila," and he has it out there. Well, mm-hmm. when somebody would ask me, "What's your resume?" Voila, right to the tape, like Vanna White. And that's what I try to tell kids in the recruiting process: your resume is what you put on tape. What you do in between those white lines on Friday—that's your resume. No seven-on-seven coach. No parent. No high school coach, no friend can get you an offer. You're right. Your resume is what you put on tape in between those white lines. So, and Kenny, Kenny, on a scale of one to ten, I usually like to do one to seven. We'll do one to ten. Um, how important are the first four games for a upcoming senior? You know what I mean. That wants to say say he has. FCS offers mm-hmm. and he wants to get uh, power five. Power five. How how important on scale of one to ten? And the was the first four games. It's the first four games. Right. So we as a staff would say <clears throat> we need to watch his first four games of his senior season to make sure he's worthy of a scholarship offer. Right. So you, you tell the kid to make sure after his first four games, huddle is updated mm-hmm. with his highlights. But then after you watch his highlights on his first four games, you go back and watch team full. The whole game. The whole game. Right. Now you get a true evaluation right. of the kid, not just highlights because everybody can make a highlight tape. Mm. They ain't going to put no bad. Now you've seen some highlight videos with bad yeah. highlights like, on Yeah, it. it's like, yeah, really like ain't why would you put that on there? That's but, a middle like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so – the first four games are, are, are very, very important going into their senior year. You would right. hope you've had them on your campus a couple of times before that. 
you've in had some them form or fashion. in some form or fashion. Right. You've had them in one of your camps, right? In some form, in fashion. some form or fashion. Right. You've had them in one of the individual workouts in some form or fashion. Then you make your assessment after right. the first four games. So, you, hey, for all you people out there that want to, you know, up your star ranking and, and profile, the first four games are for real. But then it doesn't stop there. But Mm-mm. that's how you get. That's how you get people to go back and watch your taping and get on the map. So yes. If you can play good in the first four games, I, you can play good in all 12 yep. or however many in high school. So yep. good segment there. We're going to dive into this a little bit of NIL. we got an unknown caller. Where I'm going to address the, what you're saying. I'm, he, I'm hearing you. We're going to read his text, and we're going we're gonna to get my suggestion and how to be more efficient and effective in this NIL world. Jay Foreman, Austin. Kenny Wilhite will be right back. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.